Welcome to today's episode of the Atomic Readers Podcast, your gateway to the world's finest nonfiction and coaching content. I'm your friend and host, Stephen Fennell, and today we're exploring five effective strategies that will help you tackle fear and resistance. I use the word tackle rather than crush or annihilate or something that would make for a bigger, bolder title. And I do that because we never truly crush fear or resistance for good. We can't eradicate them because we're human. We're made in a way that these feelings will rise in us when we take on new goals and challenges. So it's important to know how to recognize them, first of all, and then how to tackle them when they do appear. In our very first episode, I reviewed the book Turning Pro by the author Stephen Pressfield, which deals with fear and resistance in a wonderful way. And this episode is the perfect companion piece in that sense because we'll look at how to implement these five effective strategies I use so that you can move closer to achieving your goals and experiencing personal success. If you haven't, go ahead and hit that follow button and subscribe so you don't miss out on any content and drop a five-star rating at the end if you're enjoying the podcast too. Okay, so I explored this topic in our very first episode uh, where I shared my personal journey of creating this podcast. And as a mentor and coach, I've been lucky to work with many people and I've noticed a common thread that holds a lot of people back. And it all boils down to a fundamental truth about our emotions, which is this. Fear, whether we consciously recognize it or not, wields a significant influence over our lives. And this isn't by chance. Fear is a wonderful survival instinct. And fear often takes the form of a fear of loss, a fear of failure, and perhaps most commonly, fear of change. And in fact, there's a specific word for the fear of change, though it does have a slightly challenging pronunciation. And that word is metathesiophobia. And I'll spell it out for you. It's meta, M-E-T-A, thesio, T-H-E-S-I-O, phobia, P-H-O-B-I-A. Metathesiophobia. That's the fear of change. And when this fear takes hold, it can pose a significant challenge to pursuing our goals and making meaningful life changes. But here's the crucial bit. A little fear of change is entirely normal. And in fact, it's ingrained in our brains for self-preservation. And we call this type of fear constructive fear because it alerts us to actual threats and keeps us safe. On the flip side... There is something called destructive fear. And this type of fear triggers alarm bells over non-existent threats and convinces our mind that there's something to fear when in reality there isn't, at least not to the extent that we allow ourselves to believe. Destructive fear creates formidable roadblocks that keep us stuck at the expense of a more fulfilling life. And that's precisely what we're here to tackle today. You might be grappling with a fear of change and you just aren't aware of it. And there are several indicators that manifest across different aspects of our lives um, that we'll take a look at. And while you may not resonate with all of these, I do want to share some examples of behaviours and actions that could signal a fear of change or a resistance to it. So let's take a moment to reflect on whether any of these seven scenarios sound or feel familiar to you. One, You feel stuck or unhappy in a situation, but avoid making positive changes. Two, you remain in a job you dislike instead of pursuing your ideal career. Three, you stay in a failing relationship despite wanting to leave. 
Four, you're afraid to break your everyday routine because you're uncertain about what might happen if you do. Five, you decline invitations to events, celebrations or gatherings with family and friends. Six, you shy away from new challenges out of fear of failure. And finally, seven, you often find yourself seeking comfort in busy or mundane tasks rather than confronting more challenging and meaningful actions. Take some time to consider how these scenarios resonate within your life. And have you felt the the comfort of familiarity, even if it's unsatisfying, outweighs the fear of the unknown? And I found myself on the opposite side of my comfort zone, in a state of fear and in a tricky spot back in 2017 when I was working for Accenture. I had taken on a significant leadership role. My career was on an upward trajectory with the potential to lead even larger teams if I continued on that path. Then an unexpected job opportunity came knocking at my door and it was for a position at Facebook. And my mind immediately went into hyper overdrive with destructive fear narratives. It was just failure, 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 blinking in big red letters constantly in my mind whenever I thought about this opportunity. And that immediate reaction created problems and fears to a magnitude that didn't actually exist. But it instantly dissuaded me from wanting to apply for the role because I had associated fear and discomfort with that opportunity. And sometimes we give in to that and we miss out on great opportunities as a result. And this was destructive fear, like we talked about. It was destructive fear in full effect. And if I hadn't been aware of it, well, my life could have been completely different. I found myself in this dilemma and I I oscillated between the comfort of the role I was in, and that was the stuff that I knew and was familiar with and had more control over, and the uncertainty of joining a massive company where I would be a very small fish in a vast ocean of talent. And I want to share the mental models and strategies with you today that I developed during that crucial period and have used since. And these tools helped me analyze my path forward and eventually helped me to make a life-changing decision when even at the time it felt safer to stay where I was. Accenture felt safe. Facebook didn't. Overcoming that fear and making that decision, it took time and effort. Like, I'll be honest, it didn't just immediately flick a switch and my whole perspective has changed. Ultimately, it led me down a remarkable path because in the end, I took the leap. I accepted that Facebook offer and it turned out to be just the greatest journey I had been on professionally. It was five years filled with travel and personal growth and professional development that was unique to Facebook at that time. It frightens me now to think that I nearly didn't accept that job offer purely because of that destructive fear narrative that ran through my head. And my goal is to equip you with the insights and tools to navigate your own challenges. So when opportunities for positive change arise, you'll be better prepared to seize them rather than instantly shying away or creating distance because of those destructive mental narratives that can hinder you. Now that we've touched on some of the psychology of fear and resistance and identified how they can hold us back, it's time to get to work on the strategies themselves. Strategy number one I call fear factor and it has two steps and this is all about reshaping the way we perceive and approach our fears. So step one is don't fear the fear. If you imagine yourself standing at the crossroads of transformation, you're facing a big change that could be a new job, a life-altering decision, a journey into something new. It's in these moments of change that we often encounter this familiar companion, which we call fear. 
And this fear stems from the uncertainty of the unknown, which is a totally natural response. So there's nothing wrong with you for feeling that way. And regardless of the context, whether it's a career shift, a major life choice, a daring adventure, the aim here is to try and confront your fears head on. Instead of evading them, running away from them, suppressing them, try to take a deliberate pause. And if you can, find a quiet moment, take a deep breath and allow your fears to rise to the surface. And it's essential to acknowledge that fear is an integral part of the change process. It's a natural reaction to unfamiliar terrain that lies ahead. And it's a road sign that warns us that discomfort is coming, but it also signals that progress awaits further along the road. This self-awareness becomes the cornerstone of unlocking the potential for positive change. By recognising the presence of fear and acknowledging its role in your journey, you lay the foundation for transformation and personal growth. So embrace that fear, get it out into the open, acknowledge that it's there, and then you can start to move towards the possibilities that await. Step two, focus and factor in your fear. And now that you've courageously confronted your fears in step one, it's time to go deeper and bring out the full spectrum of benefits and potential risks. In this pivotal step, I would encourage you to shift your perspective and concentrate on the untapped opportunities that often accompany change. And you do this by beginning with a focus on the positive aspects concealed within your fear. For instance, in the context of starting a new job, contemplate the exciting prospects that it may offer. So this could be the chance to travel, acquire new skills, immerse yourself in diverse cultures, and even dictate time to passion projects. So let your fear serve as a guide to these sources of joy and energy. It's not all about fear and doubt and problems. It's also about looking at the opportunities too. And additionally then, consider taking a proactive approach by factoring in the potential risks from the very beginning. And you do that by engaging in a constructive dialogue with yourself or others about the elements that trigger fear and then preemptively brainstorm the solutions. So if, for example, you're concerned about the possibility of failing and being let go or losing your new job, you would have to ask yourself, what's the worst case scenario and what steps can I take to address it? And chances are you'll realize that there are viable solutions within your reach for each of these callouts. And it's essential then to recognize that this approach isn't rooted in negativity. It's a proactive strategy for managing and mitigating fear. So by embracing your fear with a strategic focus, you not only demystify those daunting aspects of change, but you also empower yourself to navigate these transitions with greater confidence and resilience. Strategy number two, I call yard by yard, and this is a personal favorite of mine. And it draws inspiration from one of American football's legendary minds. It's a guy called Bill Walsh. And Bill Walsh achieved incredible success coaching the San Francisco 49ers to three Super Bowl victories. And he shares some amazing insights in a book called The Score Takes Care of Itself. And in the book, he champions a winning philosophy that prioritizes mastering the process and the fundamentals rather than fixating solely on the end result. And by adopting this perspective, then you enhance your likelihood of achieving success. While it's common advice to begin with the end in mind and focus on the ultimate goal, and I can see complete logic behind that, for some people though, the enormity of their ambitions or the thing they're trying to achieve can feel overwhelming. 
And practically the yard-by-yard approach then advocates for breaking down imposing objectives into smaller, manageable milestones. And by concentrating on these attainable stepping stones, you'll experience a growing sense of progress and accomplishment. And then this momentum becomes a driving force in propelling you forward. And the essence of this strategy lies in taking one step at a time. That's basically what it is. Consistently making deliberate efforts and witnessing how these small victories accumulate into substantial success. By doing so, you not only conquer fear and resistance, but also you equip yourself with the confidence and determination to confront even the most formidable challenges, all without feeling overwhelmed by the magnitude of the ultimate goal. Strategy number three I call leverage evidence, and it's a powerful tool for tackling fear and resistance. Here's how it works. Start by reflecting on your past successes, regardless of their perceived size or importance. Because these achievements are testimony to your skills, your resilience and your ability to navigate challenges and they can be used as concrete evidence of your capabilities. For example, think about times when you successfully completed a challenging project at work or a time you received recognition for your efforts or achieved a goal or finished a task. These are all pieces of evidence showcasing your competence and I'm confident you'll realise that your life is littered with lots of these examples. So when you encounter a new challenge that triggers fear and resistance, remind yourself of these past successes. Tell yourself, I've conquered challenges and achieved goals before and I can do it again. Here's the added bonus with this strategy. As you tackle your current challenge and succeed, you create fresh evidence of your abilities. And this new evidence then becomes a valuable asset for your future endeavours, forming a positive feedback loop. Each success then reinforces your self-confidence and empowers you to leverage more evidence for future significant challenges. Strategy number four is called Words Create Worlds. When I was doing my ICF coaching qualification, I had a great tutor called Sam and she used this phrase one day and it really resonated with everyone in the class. And it's words create worlds. There's so much truth behind that. And this strategy is all about harnessing the power of your words to shape your reality. And you may not realize it, but words are active architects that can help build bridges to courage or they can erect walls of resistance in your life. And this strategy has three steps. Step one, use conscious language. And start by becoming acutely aware of the words you use in your inner thoughts and external interactions. And you can reflect on this. Are your words nurturing fear and resistance or are they sowing seeds of empowerment and growth? Imagine contemplating a career change and the unknown ahead looks and seems really daunting. Your internal dialogue might naturally lean towards fear-based phrases like I'm not qualified for this or I'll never succeed in this field or like I mentioned before about the Facebook opportunity, failure. It was all failure-based words. Here's where conscious language use comes into play, where we try to pause and recognize these fear-driven statements as they surface. And instead of letting them take root and you just running with them, you deliberately replace them with empowering alternatives. And you can transform I'm not qualified for this into I have a unique skill set to leverage. Or you can swap, I'll never succeed in this role, to this change offers an exciting opportunity for growth. 
So you literally have to audit your thoughts and your words. And this is known in some ways as metacognition. You know, you're thinking about what you're thinking about. By consciously choosing words that inspire confidence and optimism, you ignite a profound shift in your mindset. And that empowers you to overcome fear and embrace change. Step two, reframe your narrative. I'd love if you could embrace the transformative technique of reframing. And reframing is a technique used by coaches and counsellors. And when confronted with challenges, we need to consciously pivot our perspective. So you shift your focus from problems to solutions, from limitations to possibilities. You reframe. For instance, when self-doubt grips you, you look to engage in reframing. Transform that self-limiting statement into an empowering declaration. Go from I can't do this to I embrace a journey of growth with every step forward. And reframing empowers you to break free from fear and resistance by fostering a solution-oriented mindset that guides you towards your goals. And this isn't, you know, fluffy nonsense or toxic positivity because in the earlier strategies and the start of the podcast, we discussed confronting our fears head on. So we're not trying to pretend that fear doesn't exist or that we can just change language and every single thing in our life changes. You're going to have those fears there and you need to work with them, but we get them out in the open rather than running away from them. And we have to remember that we don't see the world as it is. We see it as we are. And reframing your narrative empowers you to break free from the chains of fear and resistance. And then you can focus on solutions rather than problems. Finally, step three, affirm your aspirations. So ask yourself, how often do I use I am affirmations? Concise, positive I am statements are a great tool for shaping your reality. Imagine aspiring to become a successful entrepreneur. Instead of merely stating, I will become an entrepreneur, take a bolder stance and assert, I am building a thriving business that positively impacts people's lives. I am affirmations possess the ability to breathe life into your aspirations. And by constantly using them, you'll infuse vitality into your goals and you'll make them feel more tangible and achievable. And as you repeat these affirmations, they become ingrained in your mindset. They influence your thoughts, your beliefs, your actions. You begin to perceive yourself as someone already on the path to success because I am suggests an ongoing action rather than a considered intention. And last of all, strategy number five is what I call embrace impermanence. And amid the turbulence of fear and resistance, it's crucial to recognize one fundamental truth. And that truth is that you are not defined by fear. You are the observer of fear. This subtle shift in perspective can be life-changing. And I say that from experience. Consider it this way. Uh, embracing impermanence is like watching a flowing river. And this water is in constant motion. It's ever-changing. And similarly, the fears and resistance you encounter today will transform and eventually fade away. They'll be around the bend and out of sight. This strategy reminds us that, like all experiences, fear and resistance have their seasons. They come and they go. And they're not enduring fixtures. They're momentary states that we navigate, like clouds across the sky. And when fear looms large, and it will for us at times, remind yourself that this is a passing phase. You are the witness, the one who observes this transient emotional weather. You'll learn to navigate life's storms with a profound understanding that all experiences, no matter how daunting, are only temporary chapters 
in your incredible life journey. As we draw our episode to a close, I want to leave you with a sense of optimism and empowerment too. And remember that it's totally natural to encounter fear along your path of growth and transformation. Not everything is rosy in the garden all the time. The weeds can grow up around your ankles too. But with these strategies in your arsenal, you're equipped to embrace change, overcome obstacles and propel yourself towards a better future. Here's a quick summary of the five strategies we covered today and the actions you can take from today's episode. Strategy number one, fear factor. Embrace fear as a natural part of change, acknowledging it as a signpost on the road to growth. Shift your perspective to focus on opportunities and proactively address potential risks tied to your fear, building confidence and resilience along the way. Strategy number two, yard by yard. Break down ambitious goals into manageable milestones. Focus on small victories to build momentum, conquer fear, and gain the confidence and determination to confront significant challenges without feeling overwhelmed. Strategy number three, leverage evidence. Harness the power of your past successes as concrete evidence of your capabilities. Reflect on past achievements, regardless of their size, to boost your self-confidence and remind yourself that you can conquer new challenges. Each new success creates fresh evidence, reinforcing your self-belief and empowering you for future challenges. Strategy number four, words create worlds. Use conscious language to recognize and replace fear-driven statements with empowering alternatives, fostering confidence and optimism. Harness the power of I am affirmations to breathe life into your aspirations, making them tangible and ingraining a mindset of ongoing action towards success. Strategy number five, embrace impermanence. Recognize that you are the observer of fear, not defined by fear. Embrace impermanence as you would a flowing river, knowing that fear and resistance are momentary states that come and go like passing clouds in the sky. Navigate life storms with the understanding that all experiences, no matter how daunting, are temporary chapters in your life journey. And that's all we have for today's episode. I'd love to hear from you if you try out any of these strategies. Share your thoughts with me on social media. Just search for Atomic Readers on Instagram and send me a DM or email atomicreaderspodcast at gmail.com and tell me about your successes, your failures, or even a journey you're on right now. I'd love to hear about it. Thanks for listening to the Atomic Readers Podcast. And remember, be kind, be persistent, be exceptional, and most of all, keep reading. Ask my family members. I'm a truly unhappy child when I don't have a good book to read right next to me.